Welcome to Remembering What Matters Most, a podcast exploring what it means to live our lives based on what is most important. I'm your host, Susan McNamara, and today I'm with Patty Mari, friend and fellow educator. Welcome, Patty. Hi, Susan. How's it going? It's going pretty good. All right. So <laughs> we've got two educators sitting here today. We're actually on break for the Christmas uh, holiday. Are you- oh, and I'll tell you, I'm just loving it. <laughs> I wish we had like a month off. Mm. Well, as a college professor, I do have a month off. Uh, <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah. I'll it- take what I can get, but boy, is it going fast. It goes fast and it's also, it's interesting, you know, because we were just talking about taking a break, which is sort of the title of this. It is the title of this podcast and that whole idea of getting to step outside of what you normally do. And so I know for you, you've been doing some hiking and some Mm -hmm. different things than when you teach, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just even being able to get up later, like, well... I think, and I know this is, we're going to sort of veer into this, but I wonder if this break feels even better than it normally would, because I have been spending so much time on the computer Mm because I'm teaching through Zoom right now. Um, We're fully remote at my school. And so it just feels so good to not have to be on that thing all day long. Mm. And I've barely been on the computer, you know, since um, the break began. Good for you. And so what are you what are you noticing getting that space that you haven't had now for many months actually? I think what I'm noticing is how tired I am, wow. how drawn I am, and how much I need a break. Because mm. when you're involved in it and you just know I gotta get up tomorrow and I gotta do this again, you know, you you you're just too busy to notice. Mm. And now I, I really, really notice. Mm. I think that that's one of the things too that I know that people often experience, but I think sometimes they don't actually make the connection to that there's that feeling of being simultaneously exhausted Mm -hmm. by the time spent in front of the screen, but also wired at the same time, which is this weird phenomenon. And I know that people have had that experience where you could be exhausted, say at the end of the day, but then you get in front of the screen and you start watching something and you can feel the exhaustion, but you also feel yourself getting more aroused and kind of wired. And one of the things that often happens with the time in front of the screen is the way that it changes our nervous system. And I was thinking today, and if anybody's interested in that, there's a great book by this woman. She's actually a psychiatrist. Her name is Victoria Dunkley. And she wrote a book called How to Reset Your Child's Brain. And so in that, even if you're looking for your own self to understand it, you don't have to be a kid for this. It would actually also work with, with grownups as well, that she talks a lot about what happens, the nervous system changes that end up happening when we're in front of the screen and the way that it changes the fight flight response, changes the autonomic nervous system so that you're running at this sort of higher speed um, while at the same time you're being exhausted. So I think it's a really, so you've got your, yeah, you've got your, like, you've got wow. your tilted dog head How look to me. How is that? possible. Mm. Can, do you, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So what ends up happening is that when we're in front of a screen and especially this goes even more when you get into 
um, gaming, that's, that's when it becomes much more obvious or you get into content, content that is really overstimulating. That's obviously overstimulating. So gaming was obviously overstimulating. And so is it if you're watching, say a show that's, uh, you know, got a lot of gore to it or a lot of like a breaking bad. Yeah. 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 That there's, that there's a place where you feel really tension tension in your body or you're not you're not sure what's going to happen next or there's a lot of violence and so one of the things that's important to remember is that our bodies can't tell the difference between real and imagined so I know everybody's had that experience where you're sitting in front of say a show for instance and you feel a pit in your stomach or you feel yourself get a little sweaty, or you can feel your heartbeat come up because something's happening across the screen. That's a really good example of how the body doesn't know that this is quote entertainment. It doesn't know that it's- Yeah. That's fascinating. It's really fascinating when you think about the body not being able to distinguish real and imagined. And we've all actually had this experience. So for instance, if you've ever um, been super stressed about taking an exam, for instance, I know this a lot of times with my college students, or doing a presentation. You're not actually doing the presentation and you're not actually in the exam, but in the days and the weeks leading up to it, you'll start to imagine all of these scenarios where you don't do well and, or people don't like what you're doing or the one that we always do and we have in like our dreams is that people are like laughing at us or we've showed up somehow unprepared. And we've all had that experience where just by thinking about it, your body starts to exhibit all the signs and symptoms of being in a stress response. True. So that's what happens a lot of times when we're in front of the screen is that the our whole nervous systems are being overly activated, overly aroused. And so as we're sitting there, that's also a draining experience over time because right. if you're sitting there for six, seven, eight hours, especially as a teacher and maybe you're wondering how the students are doing, um, at the end of that, that's going to be really draining because it's, it's, I always think about it like you've got your foot on both the gas and the brake at the exact same time. So our engines are running really hot, but we're not, we're not going anywhere, not able to discharge all of that over arousal because you're sitting in a chair, quite frankly. Whereas normally if we were ever in a fight flight response, we would be like running away from something or we would be fighting something. And so when we're sitting in front of a screen like this, I think that that's why people are exhausted and and not even to mention what it's doing to our visual system, Mm. what it's doing to our bodies to be sitting for so long. And that's why I think this is such a great time of year around this taking a break idea because, and, and what really got me thinking about it was I've got a good friend. She's a teacher educator. So she's been on the screen a lot. Both of her kids right now are mm. home across the screen for school. And so she just decided, um, no iPads, no screens for the whole week that they're on break. Wow. Yeah. So, and she's got two different ages. So she's got an eight-year-old and a 14-year-old. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who would just say, no way. (laughs) (laughs) No way. The kids will revolt. Um, My week is going to be miserable because she's also home because she's on, on break as well. And I was just speaking with her yesterday and it's been just the most incredible 
experience. She said her kids haven't even been asking her for the devices at all. She said that they've been, they got a trampoline for Christmas. So they've been outside. They've been using that. They've been reading all the way right down to she had, um, she was doing something. I don't know. And she came back upstairs and her youngest, she said, had just fallen asleep on the couch. Mm. And there was just something so precious to me about that because she said this would have never happened because normally he just keeps staying activated all day long because that's what the screens do they create an activation in our nervous systems and they just sort of keep us up and keep us going and so one of the kind of like technical coffee Digital coffee. <laughs> Digital crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably more. Yeah, like crack. that too, right? But it is. It, 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 it's overstimulating. I feel Inter- like. I've never heard that before that mm-hmm. it both stimulates us and um, at the same time exhausts us, and it makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, you, I know you've had the feeling. Oh, definitely. By the end of a day, like three o'clock comes around, and I am so ready to be off of that screen and because I'm tired, yeah, you know, and, and yeah. And also too, Patty, like if you just think back when you would be teaching before you would be moving around Mm -hmm. physically, you'd be having exchanges with other teachers. You would be up and down out of your chair. And all of these things are those kinds of movements and those kinds of interactions help to disperse Mm. any of the tension. So you know, I bet you if you've ever had, say, for instance, a really difficult class or something, what would you do after that class left the library? I would try to take a walk, mm. breathe, and or um, if any poor soul happened to walk <laughs> past me at that time, I would bend the area like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'd let, let that tension go. Yeah, there's a discharge in, yeah. in what you're talking about. And these are really some very basic things that I feel like are getting lost right now because they're so in our lives. They're so just taken for granted. Everywhere you look in your home, everywhere you look in, in an office situation, they're, they're just everywhere. And so there never gives us that opportunity to say, it would be really great to take a break from this right now because one of the things, like I could sit here and I could list out all of the great things that would happen mm. if you would take a break from screen time, a very intentional break from that. Mm. But the truth is, there's a lot that you're only going to discover by doing it. So for instance, my sister-in-law, if I had said to her, hey, what do you think is going to happen if you take the screens away? I know what she was saying initially. She thought that they were going to be at each other's throats. She thought Mm. that they were going to be clamoring and just really creating a lot of, you know, problems for her basically. But I know for sure she never would have said my little one would have just fallen asleep um, because he was, he was exhausted from all of the Christmas comings and goings kind of thing. So that's one of the things that I think is so magical sometimes about taking a break is I can guarantee you something will happen that you never even saw coming. I love the idea, especially this week between, you know, Christmas and New Year, um, where many people have it off anyway, because as a teacher, I don't know what is happening to our little kids when they Mm. sit in front of a computer all day long. It's, it's concerning. I think a lot of parents and teachers are very concerned and social scientists and, and people who study these things 
very concerned because we don't know the impact, mm. you know, but taking that break, even just for this one week or take a day out of this week. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what I would say about that, about what's happening to the kids, I, I feel the exact same way. And what just crossed my mind as you were talking is that if people are interested in the research that's out there and there's actually an absolute ton about what the screens are doing to our kids, I would refer you to check out something called the Children's Screen Time Action Mm. Network. And so if you just Google that, you could find that. And they've got a resource page, like you wouldn't believe, that talks so much about the physical effects, the mental effects, the emotional effects, the relational effects. Because one of the things that we already know to be true is we're encouraging kids to be sedentary. Mm. And we mm-hmm. know that when people are sedentary, that sets us up for lifelong habits that then result in all kinds of diseases that yeah. we see with our lifestyle related diseases that we're having right now, because little ones are not supposed to be sitting stock still in a chair. And I think that that's one of the things that people really want to keep an eye out for is that when you notice kids not being kids and and I remember this happening I think this was probably like six seven eight years ago I was at some kind of a holiday gathering and there were little kids at this right and so normally if anybody's been at one of these big gatherings where there's grown-ups and there's kids the kids are like running like maniacs in and out of the house they're clamoring like when's dinner and like what what's happening next it was silent And what I realized was, was it was silent was because they were all sitting around a screen. And so they weren't moving. They weren't talking, running, laughing, playing. And these are some of the things that we really want to keep an eye out for and that we're not going to notice unless we do take a break sometimes Mm. to just really remind ourselves about what human nature needs to be healthy. Yeah. And I think adults need to take breaks too. Yes. Last night I was with friends and we were sitting around a fire and having so much fun with my um, two of the women who were there, just laughing and trading recipes and joking and making plans for future get togethers. And then I look across the fire and three people are on their phones and I'm like, why do you guys have your phones out? We're in, in front of a beautiful fire under a beautiful sky I don't get it. Like Mm. we don't get to see each other very often because of the pandemic. So here we are. Put your phones down. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Like make the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be like a good slogan or something? Put your phone down and see what happens and Mm. to not fill in every single amount of space. And I think that that's one of the challenges that we're facing right now is that we're coming to a place where there are going to be generations that are not going to be able to imagine what you would do without a screen. Like, why would you sit around a fire or why would you have your home be screen free for the week? Because they're not going to see the, the incentive. They're not going to see the possibility of what it is that might happen. True. You know? And so I think that that's one of the things, especially with the adults right now, that we can really offer to our kids is a good rationale for why you want to take a break every once in a while to really just watch, wonder. Be be together as a family. Yeah. 
Yeah. This week, I actually, <laughs> I have a 500-piece puzzle out on oh. my table. I bought it for my mother and I to do. And it's so hard, but it's also kind of addicting because it's like every time I have a free moment, it's like I kind of wander over there. And it literally takes the place of like, you know, like that kind of scrolling through like a web page or something like that. It's that same because there's a part of me that sometimes feels a little relaxed to do that. Mm. But this is like that. It's just like a little cu- couple minutes out of my day here and there. And it's strangely like addicting. Like yeah. I just want to put this puzzle together. Mm, mm. But in a, in a good <clears throat> way, right? Where like you've actually got something to show for it afterwards. And there's an experience there that's very yeah. Especially when you're doing it with other people. That's what I thought, you know, I wanted to buy it and, my son will wander over and kind of look at it and try to put a piece together. I love that. I love that idea of like the group effort, right? I know, of, I do too. Yeah, of everybody joining in. And I think that that's one of the other things that we've got to really be on the lookout for is the way that the screens can be so isolating because they're so solitary in nature. And yet, complete opposite about talking about something like putting together a puzzle or going for a walk like you were talking about or making some food or sitting around a fire Mm. and doing nothing uh you know laughing talking these are all the things that start to reveal themselves when we take a break and 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 that always takes me to just really understanding the place that they have in our lives not letting them take over everything but really deciding i'm going to be the one here to choose like when and how and yeah where and if and all of that agreed yeah yeah not an easy thing to do right, right. now i think though like the pandemic because we we have been more isolated than ever and we've had to be on screens so much. My friend made a comment yesterday and she she said, <clears throat> if there's one thing that she learned is that she's had enough of her phone, mm. you know? Mm. She's had enough of like her computer mm. and she just wants to like live life. Mm. Oh and take, gosh. you know, take, um, take some of this, take some good from the pandemic, what happened. And mm. that's a good lesson, I think. I love that. I feel like it's almost like what you were talking about, I think, earlier uh, in your podcast was how your refrigerator is just full of all the Christmas stuff and you're just done with it. And (laughs) wouldn't that be a really good thing, right? If we just could be done with any of the ways that we use the technologies that take from our lives, Mm. right? As opposed to giving back and bringing us closer and all the things that we've been promised, right? That this is supposed to make our lives easier. It's supposed to bring us closer together. It's supposed to do all these things for us. And I just say, hey, if that's true, like let's make, let's really make sure that that is true if that's what we're being told. Because, you know, when we look around, we can often see a very different story happening where our lives are just so consumed that we're not doing the other things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Patty, as always, it's been really good to talk with you. So do you want to let people know how they can reach you? Yeah, they can uh, reach me right now. My web page is down. I'm working to get that back up. Um, but if anybody needs to contact me, I would like to just reach out. It's pattypremari at gmail.com. P-A-T-I-P-R-A-Y 
M-A-R-I at gmail. Thanks, Patty. And so as always, when we can remember what matters most, we create lives that we can feel good about and that serve as a contribution to the world. If you'd like to hear more about what I do, please go to the website rememberingwhatmattersmost.com. Until next time, everybody. Thank you.